Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Strike 3 Podcast. CB and Enoch continue to discuss the fall season and have a great conversation with Adam Dowdy about his first year starting his own camps and clinics and the importance of continuous training during the offseason to help improve your game and your career. Umpire Focus will launch its first ever camp this October. Please enjoy CB and Enoch's conversation with Adam Dowdy. Thou search for the source of taking your umpiring to the next level has ended. Rest thou weary body and allow thou ears and mind to be uplifted for body and soul. For thou hast found Strike 3 Podcast with your host, CB, Enoch, and Trav. Oh, oh, righty then. Well, welcome to another splendid edition of Strike Three Podcast. I'm CB. I'm Enoch. And I'm Trev. Well, we're here with Adam Dowdy, the, the leader of uh, Umpire Focus. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys having us. Absolutely. Well, first of all, uh, before we actually get going, I want to say a huge congratulations to you for being chosen to be crew chief for the 2022 College World Series. That must have been an absolute ball. Yeah, it's, it's a blast, obviously. Uh, I mean, I could sit here and talk about it all day, and and I don't know that we have that much time, so I won't go into deep detail. But I'll tell you that the honor, uh, obviously, is uh extremely important to, to not only the, the people that get selected, but of course, to me, with my background a little bit, some people ask me, well, it probably doesn't, you know, rank up there with some of the other accolades. No, actually, it's, it's right up there at the very top. It's, it's, it's outstanding. Uh, the experience is phenomenal. Definitely can't tell you how well the crew performed. It was just an outstanding experience here in 2022. So hopefully everybody gets an opportunity to, to get a taste of that uh, in their Division One future. But thanks for, thanks for that comment. You bet. So what we're talking about today is it's that magical time of the year again. It's for uh, camps and clinics. And <laughs> you, with Umpire Focus, are pretty much the new kid on the block. Well, I guess you could say that in some ways. In some ways, I'm probably the old man on the block, too. Uh, depends on how you look at it. In terms of uh, Umpire Focus, absolutely. This is our uh, inaugural year for camps, specifically. So definitely... Um, I think we're, we're new in that regard in terms of uh, a new name, a new uh, marketing, whatever you want to call it that's out there uh, that we're doing. In terms of, and I'm sure you'll want to get into this as well, but, uh, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time. So uh, I've taught at multiple camps across the country, umpire schools, you name it. So um, this is really just, in some ways it's old hat, and in a lot of ways it's going to be really new. And I'm ex- really excited, if you can't tell, I'm pretty uh jazzed up to, to some new aspects going and, and it's not necessarily to, to differentiate but to really just to, to uh, get some spice in the in the in the in the training game if you will I think there's been a lot of camps and then and, and by the way I, I think camps are paramount to people's development I'm sure we'll get into that later but uh, ultimately uh, you know at what, what why add another camp out there why, why we got another, another camp well uh, bottom line People approached me, said, hey, we need something. A lot of the folks in the California area did the same thing. Hey, 
will you take something over? I know that when Black and Blue decided to close their doors, uh, they had a really good uh, thing going on the, on the West Coast. A lot of people over the course of the 10-year run there supported them. A lot of those folks, uh, including yourselves, you know, came out of the woodwork and said, hey, you know, AD, will you please, will you please do something? We, need, we, get, we can't lose the momentum we've got. We've been building a good foundation out here on the West Coast, and, and we'd like to maintain that. So that drove me from the camp perspective. But ultimately, uh, you know, the camps are only one aspect of umpire focus. And uh, umpire focus is something that's been being worked on for, gosh, I've been working on this for literally almost probably six or seven, and actually probably almost eight years at least. And the idea came around, the initial ideas came around back in uh, more than 10 years ago. And if you don't mind, I can, I can share kind of where that comes from if, if you'd like. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you could describe for our, our listeners, you know, how uh, Umpire Focus came about. My background, for those of you who don't know me, um, I spent, uh, I was fortunate enough to go through and spend uh, 14, 15 years in professional baseball, uh, working my way through the minor leagues, got to spend parts of seven years in the major leagues. Uh, just phenomenal experience. Uh, unfortunately, it re- released due to injury after the 2008 season. Um, and then in 2009, I started working college baseball at the Division One level, born and raised in the Midwest. I grew up in central Illinois, town of um, basically my house was, even though I lived on the edge of town, but we were surrounded by cornfields, bean fields, and a small town of about 750 people. Uh, when I was about eighth grade, we moved to the big city about 10 miles away. That was about 10,000 people, Pontiac, Illinois. It was there where I got my start to umpiring. And we had no formal training. In fact, we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, they just said, hey, these are some high schoolers that, that play baseball. They, they know the game. They're good. They're good athletes. They got to be good at umpiring. And ultimately, I wasn't. <laughs> I, wasn't I was a much better player than I was an umpire uh, at that age. And I had no training, like I mentioned. So I, I remember those days of hiding behind a catcher, behind a balloon, uh, just praying not to get hit, that type of thing. And a few years later, after doing that as a summer job, I went on to umpire school, uh, learned how to do it the right way. And, and it was, like I said, was fortunate enough to get into professional baseball, have a nice, a nice long run. So I've been umpiring my entire adult life um, since I was, well, I mean, in my teens, I don't know if I consider that uh, umpiring or hiding behind a catcher, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I turned 20 years old at umpire school. So um, my, my, 20 years old, I was in professional baseball, uh, thought I was a step away from the major leagues. And ultimately you quickly realize that it's a development system. There, there's, there's, a re- there's a reason why there's that development program in place. So where did umpire focus come into play? Where, where did this idea come from? I taught umpire school for 10 years uh, for Jim Evans, the Academy of Professional Umpiring, uh, while I was going through the minor leagues and even when I was uh, starting to go up and down in the major leagues. I was on the email list where people could email instructor to ask questions about umpire school and things of that nature for all those years. And Ultimately, I'd say nine out of 10 people would say the same thing. They're like, man, I want to go to umpire school. I, I just can't afford financially. I can't afford to take you know, the five weeks off, uh, the, the travel involved, the, you know, all, all the, the, the costs that are associated with it. It's just very difficult uh, for a lot of people. Some of those people didn't even want to get a job in professional baseball. Obviously, they were, they were looking for the, the training aspect. They wanted to get better. They wanted to take it back to their high school and, and college associations and, 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 and be able to step up and, and, and go that route. Ultimately, like I said, more than 90% of those people never had a chance to go. So when you factor in 
that back then every year, probably close to 250 people a year were going to umpire school. If that's, if that's maybe, maybe 10%, which I don't think it was, I'm sure it was, there's tens, there's, there's thousands of people that are every year that wanted to go to legitimately wanted to go to umpire school and couldn't afford it. They couldn't do the time, whatever the case may be. And five weeks is a long way, a long time to be away from home. You know, people have families, uh, jobs, you name it. So fast forward, I, I go through the professional baseball circuit, uh, work in the major leagues for a number of years, uh, gather a lot of information over those years. I learned not only as an umpire, but I learned as an instructor, I, I developed uh, those skills, taught camps, across the country. And it was the same thing, man, you know, would you recommend I go to to an umpire school? Sure. I would. My idea came about back when I was working for university of Phoenix, I, I had got my degree online, my MBA on, from university of Phoenix online uh, when I was in the major leagues. And at that point, I'm like, there's gotta be a way to basically implement umpire school, or at least the, the training aspects that, that, that can be done off the field through some sort of a, a web-based training. There has to be. And back then, I actually, some people might even remember this. I went around uh, to, the, to the masses. I actually went to the NCAA before I even became an NCAA umpire. I was going to the NCAA meetings to try to see what the interest was, to gauge that interest, you know, to see, you know, if, if, if there was an interest for something like this, as well as uh, scholarships, you name it. Um, ultimately, people like would love it. But as I got into it and really started to dig into the technical side of things, it was expensive. It was, ex I mean, we're talking twenty-five to fifty thousand dollar range just to build a platform back then to host some sort of videos. And even then, the videos were, were would be tiny, they'd be grainy. Uh, there's a limited amount of time you could spend on them. It was just, it just wasn't feasible. It wasn't a feasible option at the time. But that's where it started back in the probably, oh gosh, uh, two thousand. 10 range. So this has been cooking for, for a good 12 years in my brain. About five, six years ago, got, got the urge to uh, kind of get after it when uh, some technology folks that I worked with uh, came across something that they thought might work for what I was looking for. And it, and, and it reduced the cost considerably, but it was still way too expensive. So my point is, without being too long-winded, which I've, I've already failed at that, the second aspect of, from from the on-field training for, and that we that we're going to provide in the form of camps is the online video-based training that uh, we're creating here, starting this this fall and winter, uh, that will hopefully in 2023 start to be uh, uh, realized uh, in the form of uh, basically small courses, if you will, uh, to get people through. Not just teaching them the two umpire system, not just teaching them the three, then the four umpire systems, but going way deeper into it and not deep in the terms of losing people. It's got to be fun. It's got to be relevant. It's got to be exciting as far as I'm concerned. And not only that, it's got to be affordable and it's got to be accessible. Well, that accessible part is that online aspect. That's, that's, so that's where that's coming from. Um, and that's what I'm really, really, really excited about too. Obviously the camps, you're calling me about the camps and uh, we'll obviously discuss that as long as you want to. And Hopefully I haven't you know, exhausted my time here with you, but uh, what's coming down the road here in the very near future is what's extremely exciting to me. Yeah, that's where it's all come from. Uh, the camps though, that's, let's, let's talk about the camps. What would you like to know? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great background. Uh, I think we're really kind of talking about camps is, and you, you touched on it right, right off the bat, is the importance you think of umpire education. That, that, you know, you're talking more than just camps, but you know, how does camps 
play into that for umpires development. You know, I think there are very few people that want to go out and, and officiate a game in embarrassment. The importance of guys getting better. Where do you think that fits in? You know, obviously, the camp piece. Eric, development is extremely important, as I mentioned earlier. In fact, I think it, development is is the key. Like every umpire, whether you're just starting or whether you're already been hiring for 20 years, you still have, development is is the number one thing at the top of the totem pole uh, from my perspective. Now, what comes under development? What what are those aspects that 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 feed to being a developed umpire or along that process of, of development um, experience. That's one. Okay. So you've got 20 years experience. Do you have 20 years doing it the right way? Or do you have a lot of bad habits? What, what are you trying to attain? Are you trying to be just a really good little league umpire? Are you just trying to be a really good Legion umpire? Are you trying to be a really good high school umpire? Whatever the case may be, you have to, those aspects in terms of how are you feeding into that process and, and that experience? So we've got people, and then I can tell you from teaching umpire school, we'd have people that would come to umpire school every year and they'd stand up the first night and be like, I've got 20 years experience and I've umpired X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Well, that's great, except have you been doing it the right way? And, it, you know, and what we want to do at umpire school is we would break people down and build them back up, you know, and teach them the right way to go about the, you know, and understanding the whys behind it. They're so important to know what, what, not only what to do, but why. I can, I, I always say my grandmother could go out there and take plays at first base and she'd probably get 95% of them correct. But does she know how to handle situations? Does she know how to rotate? Does she know what to be looking for? Does she know how to communicate? There's a lot of aspects to umpiring that just beyond the X's and O's. The people that, that just focus on the X's and O's that's very black and white. That's easy for some of those folks. The gray area, the other aspects, that's the other part. And so that's part of that experience. That's part of the, And how do you get that experience? Well, one, by working baseball games. Can you accelerate the experience? Absolutely, through training. And that's where, to your question, Eric, training is probably not quite an equal, but right there with experience because without proper training, you might be doing it wrong. Without proper training, you may be leaving something to chance. And, you know, some people, unfortunately, you know, I, and I hear this a lot. And it was, so I'm, I'm a big proponent of having mentors. Mentors are great. But it goes back to the, to the same thing I was just talking about. If you have a mentor that's not doing it the right way and he's teaching somebody else, now you've got a gap. Now you've, now you've got two people that are going down a path where, let's say, now they get brought up to – a, a tournament or they get assigned a, a, a championship or something like that, a postseason, and they're doing it one way and the other people are doing it another way. That's like people talking different languages almost. It's, it's hard to understand if you don't know the language. And so part of that training is to make sure that we're all on the same page. And I think whether it be the uh, National Federation of High School, whether it be college, NCAA, NAIA, or whether it be professional baseball, and even even I mean, we can go down to little league as well, you know, because you know they play on a smaller field. Ultimately, you've got to have some guidelines to start from, and and that's where things begin. Learning it the right way, not just the X and O's, but also how to handle situations, how to communicate, how to rotate, when to do all those things, 
is is part of that uh, development as well. No, well, well said, Adam. Well said. Um, that 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 make, makes perfect sense. So development is more than a uh, just the training. The training is a piece of that, and that's where like, your your camp fits in. Um, you, you know, and you know, I've talked before, but you know, I know you you taught at gym school for you know what sixteen years, fourteen years, something like that, a long time. Um, and you've been you know teaching at at, other, at college camps and high school camps and places all over the country. But now now it's different. Is you're teaching, but now you're the guy in charge. Um, before, when you're working for somebody else, um, you know, you're teaching their philosophies. The difference now, right, you're in charge. So where does that kind of fit in? Or you've been kind of addressing it as we've gone? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's being tasked with, a, with a, a higher level of responsibility in some ways. In some ways, it's a lot of the same. Um, I, I like to think that from an from a instructor perspective, for the years I've instructed for other people, for their camps and their, and their clinics, and, and ultimately the umpire school, the five-week umpire school, I did it their way. Why? It's because it's, 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 their, it's their baby, if you will, and they want it done a certain way. And it's, it's just like every day. You, you go to work for somebody, we got somebody to answer to, and you want to make those people look good. And the best way to do well is to make them look good. Um, so, yeah, take, here we are, 2022. Um, I guess you could say, you know, my name's on it, so to speak. But ultimately, I'm, I'm surrounding myself with a staff that is phenomenal. Um, people that have major league experience, college World Series experience, Division II college World experience, all the way down to Little League College World Series experience. You name it. We've got people across the board. We've got, we've got people that are invested in developing umpires. And that's what's most important. That's what this is about. There's, there's different camps. There's camps that are for instructional purpose only sometimes, and there's camps that are for evaluation purpose only. My goal is to, to merge those. You have to have some, some sort of merging. You have to have a lot of instruction, in my opinion, because otherwise you're sending guys out there, umpire, I should say umpires, period, men and women, year after year without, without any training. How are they getting better? How are they improving? How, how do they know that they're actually on a trajectory towards success, you know, uh, why are they not getting uh, the postseasons that they'd like to get? Part of that comes into play from, from, from my perspective now as a founder of Umpire Focus and umpirefocus.com is to really create a path for those individuals. I'm not an assigner. I'm not a coordinator. I am not, I don't have a vested interest in, in making Eric, a better umpire so he can suit my needs. I have a vested interest in making a better umpire so he can suit all the umpiring needs, all the baseball needs, because ultimately, as we've unfortunately experienced over the past five to 10 years, you know, we are definitely in, a, in the middle of a shortage of umpires at all levels, all levels, little league, all the way to major. And I mean, professional baseball, obviously there's not a shortage at the major league level, but if you look at the amount of people nowadays that are being used at at the major league levels in terms of fill-ins, it's, it's, it's more than ever. I mean, now we have triple digit numbers on the sleeves. So um, the shortage is there. Obviously we, we're going to omit professional baseball from this mix, uh, this particular conversation, but, but the shortage is there. We've almost lost a generation of umpires. And I'm sure that we will talk about uh, more aspects of that when it comes to retention and, and uh, you know, recruitment. But for, from my perspective, my first goal is, for the people who are invested and, and they're investing in themselves. And that's what umpire training is. If you sign up for a camp 
you're making a commitment to yourself. You're making a commitment to the game. First of all, the game, the game deserves our best. If we're not giving our, our best, not only our best effort, but if we're not making ourselves better year after year, game after the game, sometimes, then we're not doing a service to the, to the game. Uh, we're not doing a service to, to the brotherhood of umpires, period. And the umpiring profession, whether it's amateur or professional, it's, it's real, it's live, and it exists. And part of that is providing the training. Why me? Uh, why, why am I getting involved in this? I feel like I've got a lot to give back. Uh, I've, I spent a lot of years uh, learning from the best. Um, one thing that Major League Baseball did back when I was in, in the major leagues, uh, they had vice presidents of umpiring named Mike Port that, that really drove baseball to realize we need to make investments in our umpiring. This was back before uh, we, we did have the, the K zone. We did have those boxes. In fact, it, you know, we called it Quest Tech. That was the, that was the technology back then. Uh, I, was, I was at the forefront of that, if you will. But it, 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 that was a training tool. It was meant to be a training tool. They knew that the technology was imperfect. It was really meant to, when, when we merged major league uh, leagues from Amer- in the American League and National League together, it was, it was meant to create that uniform strike zone at the highest level. And ultimately, it, it did that. It, it really blended that. And over the course of time, uh, they realized, doggone it, these guys are really good. When you start breaking it down by the inches and, and, the, and the almost – you know, microns sometimes the process was good. The process was working. The umpires at the highest level were proving the point. It, and, and baseball didn't make that out to be like every pitch has to be perfect. Otherwise, it's the end of the world, whether it be a, a spring training game, a midseason game or a postseason game. Um, they didn't break it down. And in in that, you know, the technology wasn't quite there yet. But also, I don't think baseball wanted the technology there from a from a tradition standpoint now fast forward to 2022 you have the 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 espn is has their k zone but if anybody knows anything about those aspects the technology isn't necessarily perfect and even then if it's not calibrated on a regular basis and i mean by the game uh it can be way off what we're here to talk about is how do we take umpiring and 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 move this forward my job as a founder of umpire focus is to provide what I think is valuable and relevant to the amateur umpire to, to help them improve. I also have professional umpires that, that call me in the minor leagues I have, that call me almost on a, on a monthly basis, looking for information, looking for details, asking me about my experience. You know, the people I know, what, what, what are they talking about? What, is, what, what are people looking for? How do I catch somebody's eye? It doesn't change. Amateur baseball, professional baseball, it's the same. The process is the same. It's, it's very uh, subjective, but there are boxes that you can check to make yourself, uh, I guess you could say, more marketable than others. And that's what we're trying to do is, is give umpires, aspiring umpires, you name it, people that want to improve and climb the ability to not only get the training they need to get better year after year, but also be seen by the people that are making those decisions in terms of hiring staffs and creating uh, that pathway. Uh, I guess you could call it north, you know, from the lower levels of amateur baseball all the way up to Division One. We'll call it. You have to develop. You have to. Sh- you've got to show the people that you're working with and the people you're working for that you're capable of mastering 
whatever it is those hoops are to jump to each step, each step of the way. And that's what we're trying to do is give people that simple mindset, harnessing all those different concepts I learned from all those crews I worked on and really breaking it down in, in, in simplistic form. And I know that uh, you guys have been to, to camps where I've been an instructor and, and I know, I know you've seen my, uh, you know, my plate demonstration and, and, and aspects of that, that, uh, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a lot of that. That's just one position on the field that I talked about. And what I want to do is, I, you know, I'm not only training my instructors with, with these philosophies. We, I want to make sure that every one of my instructors is speaking from the position of here's our overall philosophy. Here's how we're teaching this. Why? Because it's efficient and it's effective. Um, and that's where my founding of Umpire Focus and the camps is really direct, driven from. Excellent. Speaking of, for those of our listeners that are either new to umpiring and didn't even know camps existed, because that's where I that's where I was, uh, you know, 12, 13 years ago. I didn't even know camps existed at all uh, other than pro camp. And then when I found uh, Black and Blue for the first time, I was really surprised. For those of our listeners that are just new to umpiring or those uh, seasoned umpires that are just looking for a good camp, can you describe the clinics and camps that you're going to be uh, putting on for umpire focus? Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for giving us opportunity. Um, I guess this is the, the hook here. So last year when I decided to jump into the, into the fold, if you will, and, and, and t take this on and really try to drive this uh, the first thing I did was, uh, not reach out to, to my staff or, or potential staff. My first thing I did was I went to, I went to you folks. And in fact, you guys are part of the, some of the ones that you probably received my emails with surveys, looking for information. What do you want out of camp? I want to know what you want because without campers, let's face it, there's no camp. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, I can, I mean, I've, I've done one-on-one -on -one training and I, and I still do one-on-one -on -one training with umpires uh, that want to get better. But ultimately uh, the, the, the most efficient way to, to, to train umpires is in the camp format um, where you can uh, kind of pool money, resources to, to make that happen. And that's one of the, the biggest aspects to, to the camp world. And it's not cl clinics. Clinics are like one and two days. It's, it's where you go out there maybe for partial, partial day or maybe, maybe two days. Camps are when you're, st you're staying the night, you're, work you're working day in, day out. And it's just not long enough to be, it's considered a school. What I, what I came back with after those surveys last winter was overwhelmingly people want the two umpire camps. They want to continue to work and, and try to improve on, that, on those two umpire mechanic foundational uh, aspects. But also now that high schools and even junior colleges are, are moving, some of them are moving towards more three-man or three-umpire system that they wanted both and they're like, well, I can only afford to go to one camp or I can only take so much time off of work. So I need, I, which one should I go to one or the other? Well, guess what? We created a hybrid camp. That's where this comes in. So October 12th through 16th in the Riverside, California, Southern California area, uh, we'll be having what's called our hybrid two umpire and three umpire camp, uh, that will really focus not only on the proper mechanics and fundamentals of that two umpire system, but ultimately, provide plenty of insight and detail to prepare you for, I guess you could say, working the three umpire system uh, with, like I said, a lot of, a lot of uh, lower levels, especially are, are moving into the three umpire system, uh, whether it be during the regular season or at least during the postseason. 
it's it's really the ideal camp for high school umpires that want to advance into the college ranks as well as collegiate umpires needing that baseline training to continue development. You know, uh, having having said that, if you don't know the two umpire system, you're going to be lost in three the three umpire system. And likewise, moving up into the four umpire system, I can tell you going back to, I learned the three umpire system. Very first, very first time I worked three umpire system was literally the very first day when I was in double A. I'd never had an opportunity to work the three umpire system before. And prior to that in the minor leagues, the only time we ever worked four man or the four umpire system was in the championships. Well, that's, if you know, if anybody knows anything about umpiring and you don't, and you don't know the system, that's almost the worst place to learn it is in the championship, the most important games of the season where people are playing for something and we're out here trying to get our bearings and, and look at each other going, okay, do, do you go out? Do I got, whose ball is this? And that's, that was on the job training, literally. Um, and, and when I started really truly umpiring the four umpire system was literally less than five months before I worked my first major league spring training, you know, where in the Arizona fall league, you know, getting out there and going in that, in that fashion and format is difficult. I don't want other umpires to have to go through that process, especially amateur umpires. It's, it's difficult as enough as it is working it day in, day out. So learning it the right way from a camp setting that's controlled. It's really going to give you the fundamentals, not only the fundamentals, but give you some, some other aspects that might be advanced mechanics, if you will, uh, things to look for uh, from people that have gone through the process, gone through it and umpired it year after year, uh, knowing what to look out for. That's really important. So that's that two umpire camp. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the hybrid camp, the two umpire and three umpire. Uh, we'll spend a lot of time on both. Uh, that'll be October 12th through 16th. Um, making it really easy to follow. We'll make it fun. You know, it's got to be fun. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to retain umpires. You got to have some fun out there. If you're looking to take that, get some professional training and, and climb the ladder as well, uh, this is really a great camp for those folks, even new umpires. Moving on, we also have the, the foundational three umpire camp. And that's, that's essentially, that's been a, a, a staple for a long time now. Uh, there's a division one has been at the at the three umpire system for a long time. Essentially, that's why the three umpire system camps have been in place. We have a lot of folks, and I work with them. I mean, I I, I work across the country, I, I, postseason especially as well, and I, I work with folks. Uh, and you know, God bless them, but they're folks that are on a four umpire system that maybe don't belong. They're not ready. They don't have that seasoning. They don't have the proper training. So they don't know what they don't know yet. Same thing in the three umpire system. There's a lot of folks that uh, sometimes get lost, especially as they start climbing up and, and going from maybe a division three to a division two or a division one. The three umpire system is designed really to give those umpires looking for honest feedback to improve their game. Those competencies, the, the ability to uh, push umpires is important. And that's what, that's a camp where we're really going to push umpires because if you're at that camp, it's not an advanced camp necessarily, but it's, it's a camp where you've, you've maybe had some experience or you're wanting that experience where you're pushed, where you're really put in, into that uncomfortable environment. And we're going we're gonna to push you to the extent that, that uh, you can handle. We're not pushing to the point of break, but no detail is really going to be too small in that, in that camp. You know? And we expect mistakes. The, in fact, the best place to make mistakes is in the camps because that's where you learn. And I mean, going back to when I was learning myself at, at, at umpire school and, and early camps, 
for myself. It was, it was just that. It was those mistakes that I made. Those are the things I remember to this day. I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning, but I can tell you about scenarios where I made mistakes back in my early 20s that helped me become a better umpire. Because I made those mistakes, I learned from them. And that's what we're trying to do in that three umpire camp is, is not only do that, trying to put that fine coat of wax on the surface, you know, rough, smooth out those rough edges and provide some advanced mechanics, provide that professional mindset, have those discussions, have those Q and A's, you know, when, when people are looking to advance, whether it be, you know, going from division two to division one or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of unknowns and the smart umpires are the ones that ask the questions, not ask questions that they already know the answers to, but ask questions that are legitimate and relevant to them. That's what we intend to do at that camp. So it'll be great for those that come with an open mind. Uh, I think the five days of training there are going to be unlike anything else they've experienced in from a three umpire camp perspective. There'll be some technology. Uh, there'll be a lot of different aspects. Uh, try not to upset the turnip truck, but ultimately bring the art and the science to, to play where uh, campers can get the most out of the experience. Because let's face it, camps are not inexpensive to put on and they're not inexpensive to attend. Um, it's a commitment and it's a financial commitment, but it's also, it's a commitment to your development. And that's, like I said, at the beginning of this development is number one and, and camps are part of that development. The last camp uh, that we're going to have in 2022 is what a lot of people asked for in that survey. A lot of people wanting a four umpire camp, uh, division one baseball, uh, especially is running at a four umpire system. With that being said, if coordinators want to consider you for those four, for, for division one, you're going to have to be able to work the, the four umpire system for them in, in front of them at some point. Learning it is probably more, most important. Like I mentioned, I learned how to umpire the four umpire system in front of major league baseball. That's not a good place. That's not, that's an uncomfortable feeling. But really knew, low key, right Adam? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no pressure. Right. It's only your livelihood that you're trying to attain. With that being said, you have to go about it from a, from a business-like perspective. And I don't think it's anything different uh, for umpires that are trying to invest in themselves and, and, and earn the opportunity to, to, to advance into division two postseasons or division one period. In fact, this, this four umpire camp is not just for it's, it's I have to, I've got to clarify because I got some feedback early on. A lot of folks were, were thinking, okay, this is an invite-only camp, and I wasn't invited, so I can't go. To the contrary, this is not an invite-only camp. I repeat, it's not invite-only. This is open to everyone that wants to learn the Forum Empire system and basically get the skills necessary, the training necessary to not only be prepared for the Forum Empire system, but be prepared for Division One baseball or working deep into a division two postseason there's it's honestly it's one of the only ways to go to get the training is to go to a camp that has four umpire system uh instruction period end of story why are we having our own four umpire system camp with umpire focus well uh, one people are asking for it um it's, there's a lot of folks that want, want, want to work the four empire system in front of uh, whether it be coordinators or assigners. 
The other aspect is, and I think this is important to, to, to mention as well, a lot of coordinators put a lot of trust into some of us veteran umpires with experience, um, the, the experience that they're looking for. And obviously not everybody's going to have the resume that some of us instructors at Umpire Focus have. How do you get to that resume? You ha- you've got to put in the time, you've got to put in, uh, go through the paces, so to speak, and, and, and get, have the experience and develop. Um, but they, they trust us. If we see somebody at that camp, and we will have in Division One and Division II uh, assigners at, at those camps, but uh, ultimately they trust us to, if we see something on the side field, we're getting a little more information. Instead of them watching you for maybe two or three innings, and maybe you have nothing in that period of time. It was two or three innings. Did you did you really catch their eye or not? Well, he looks good in uniform. Uh, he moves well, but he didn't have any plays, so we don't know how he moves. You know, in terms of his play recognition, things of that nature. That's tough. But of course, over the course of five days, most likely we instructors are going to see some of those aspects. And it's not about saying, "Oh my gosh, he missed this this, this particular play up." No, it's it's quite the contrary. Hey, he messed it up. But after we talked about it, he fixed it. And the next time he had it, he got it right. He, he was coachable. He learned. He, he's trainable. And that is exactly what Division One and Division Two coordinators are looking for, is that coachability aspect. If you have that, in, that those intangibles and you're willing to work hard at it and develop, by gosh, you have an opportunity. And right now, I mean, let's face it, as I talked about earlier, there's a shortage of umpires at all levels. The time to advance is now. And umpire, umpire focus camps are, are really, we're here to provide you the training from our highly qualified instructors. But in addition, we want to provide you the opportunity to be seen by those Division One, D2, D3, NIA, JUCO, high school assigners and coordinators that are really out there looking for talent, looking for qualified umpires. And that's what it's about. It's about giving back. And, you know, my, my mission, my mission is probably threefold. My first mission is to improve umpires that want to improve, help them improve, give them the tools, give them the path to get to where they want to go. You know, if we're, if we're talking realistically, there's the sky is the limit for almost every umpire out there. The sky literally is the limit for most umpires. Now there are going to be limitations, you know, based on certain factors, but again, that's being realistic with your, with your planning process. The second thing I really want to do, is I want to retain umpires. Find, find not only not only retain but recruit and retain umpires. And where do we start? When I was, when I started this conversation off, I was talking about my experience as a teenager. Umpire focus is founded on giving those teenagers in those niches across the country, if we can provide them affordable, accessible training through a web-based online platform. Why? Would it not work? And it has worked. We've, I've proven it, um, which is awesome because over the last couple of years, especially during COVID, it gave me the opportunity. There are a lot of folks that wanted to learn how to umpire. And I've got people that never umpired before, never stepped foot on a baseball field, even as a player, that are umpiring high school baseball after going through uh, you know, some Zoom sessions and, and, and some and some detailed uh, online video training. So uh, it, it works it, and it works well. And that's, that's the awesome thing about it. So is it a supplement? I guess you could say it supplements camps because let's face it, when you go back to the reality of, of learning how to umpire and you're, you're, you, you have to master the level you're at 
and then advance. Master that level and advance again. That's kind of the mentality that, that folks have to have. And you have to put the footwork to the music. It's like learning how to dance. And if you don't, I can stand there and, and do pirouettes all day long. But when you put turn on the music, if I can't do it in tune with and, 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 and pace with that music, it doesn't look good. And that's kind of what umpiring is as well. And getting into all those aspects of umpiring um, is really important for, and we got to get in, teach the young ones. We got, so I'm really hoping that we can not only recruit a bunch of high school aged uh, baseball players to come out and learn how to umpire. One, it's going to give them a better understanding of the game. Two, it's going to make them a better player. But three, we might retain them when their playing days are done. We might retain them as an umpire. And that's important. And then the other aspect, we got a couple of people that came to me over the, over the pandemic are their parents of little league players. Their kids just started playing little league and, and they see, I hate to say it this way, but this is the comments I received. Well, I, I saw the umpires weren't the best. And I thought I might, I might be able to do better. I got pretty good eyesight. I know the game. Uh, let me get involved with it. Okay, great. I'm not going to try to rain on their parade and say it's hard. It's difficult. The job is difficult, but if you can keep it in simple, uh, simplistic uh, fundamentals, boy, I tell you what, it's, it's easy. It's, it's, it's really easy. And if people understand the mental aspect, and that's what we go into at camp as well. And that's what umpirefocus.com is going to delve into is not just the X's and O's, not just the science aspect, but, but the art, the mental side of things and what has to happen and what's expected of you at different levels. I mean, let's face it, how I umpired at the major leagues is not how I umpire at the college level in terms of handling situations. They're similar in some ways, but they're very different. And likewise, going down the chain, it's, it's different. You know, you have to, uh, sometimes you have to handle people with kid gloves. Sometimes you have to listen to more than, than you may want to. Uh, then of course, once, once they've, they've said their piece, now you can explain to them, here's where things are and move forward. And that's, that's what we want to do at umpire uh, focus camps is give people that not only the introduction at the two umpire hybrid camp, where they're going to learn the two umpire and the three umpire, they're going to learn more about handling situations too. Um, and then, of course, that three-umpire camp, the dedicated three-umpire camp, they're going to learn more about the advanced aspects of what needs to be done, if you will, how to how to run a game, because that's what our job is. Our job is ultimately to run a game. Um, and so not to be afraid to put yourself in the middle of a situation if it's warranted. Uh, and not to be afraid to handle situations the way they need to be handled. And I can tell you flat out, I mean, that's how I learned in my development process. I remember... I was ranked number one coming out of division uh, out of double A back when I was in professional baseball. The first year they did a ranking system, I was in double A and I was ranked number one coming out going to triple A that next year. And I thought I was pretty good. I thought my development and I, I was for double A umpire, I was probably decent. But the next year I mastered double A. Now I got to go to triple A. Now you got to advance where you've got different players, different mentalities, things are done a little differently. And it was watching my crew chief handle situations watching other people on my crew. I mean, those folks, you know, were major, they worked in the major leagues. And so watching them handle situations gave me the confidence to go out and do the same. I was like, huh, that's how you're supposed to do that. Okay. I can do that. Wow. Let's go. And it's not about the power. It's not about flexing your muscles. It's not about, Hey, look at me. It's quite the contrary. It's like, Hey, I'm prepared to handle this situation. I'm prepared to handle any situation that happens on this baseball field. And if you're prepared, you're going to be just fine. 
And that's what our job is at Umpire Focus, is to prepare you for mastering the level you're at and preparing you for the next level. Awesome. Well said. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. we're all striving to, to do, is trying to keep getting better and keep moving up to, to the next next achievement, next goal. So that's awesome. Yeah, one aspect of, about the, that four umpire camp, I'll, I'll mention that's November 2nd through 6th. That's going to be in the Phoenix, Arizona, uh, here in the Valley of the Sun where I reside. You know, the, the instructors will be different for that camp. Why? Because I can't, you know, I don't, I wouldn't want to be spending my hard-earned money to have somebody that doesn't have a lot of experience at the high levels teaching me the nuances of the four umpire system. No offense to my instructor staff, but I've got folks that don't have a lot of experience in the four umpire system. They have some experience. They have worked division one, but ultimately they're, they're best suited in that three umpire system or the two umpire system in terms of where their instruction level cuts off. And so my, my staff for that four umpire uh, camp in Phoenix, Arizona, November 2nd through 6th. I mean, we're talking about former major league umpires, former AAA umpires, you know, Division One College World Series umpires, really immersing yourself in that 360 degree theory aspect of how to work plays, you know, in, in the perfect scenario. That's what four umpire system is. It's really to, to give umpires the best opportunity to get the plays right as opposed to the three and the two, uh, you know, and obviously. I think we can all figure that out. But if you don't know how to do it, it's very difficult at first. So that training is is paramount for those folks' development, as well as uh, getting an opportunity to be seen by Division One, Division Two uh, coordinators uh, that will be in attendance as well. That that training is just uh, I mean I'm excited. I'm, I'm jazzed up because each one of these camps uh, has the same goal in mind in terms of our our goal as instructors. I mean, speaking to my instructor staff. Uh, is really we want to make sure you, you we're, we're putting you on that path for success. You determine that path. You determine. We're going to help you. We're going to tell you how to do it. It's up to you as an umpire to follow the lead, so to speak. You, you know, each, but each camp is different in the sense of, uh, you know, what we have, how, how far we can go into those weeds with folks and, and what they're really going to get out of it. So um, extremely excited. Again, that's not an invite camp. That is a camp that everyone is welcome to register for uh, at umpirefocus.com and uh, including division one umpires that are looking to improve their game. Because let's face it, I do work with umpires across the country that need the training and it's not a knock on those folks. They just haven't had the opportunity or haven't had quality for umpire training. And that's, this is where to start. So very excited folks. Very excited. That's <laughs> we can great. hear you getting excited. <laughs> Hearing your voice, Adam. That's awesome. Well, now that we know that, uh, well, we all know that camps are just right around the corner. Uh, some people prepare, you know, long, well in advance, and some people are last-minute Marvins due to a plethora of circumstances. So we will have uh, the link to your website in our show notes. Uh, can you tell us, uh, are there still spaces available? Thank you. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I'm learning. I'm learning this aspect as I go. Just like you said, uh, there's there's some folks that signed up five minutes before I even opened it up, <laughs> literally, which was outstanding. Uh, before I could even send out emails, people were on the website signing up. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, it actually gave me some goosebumps. You know, but then you, then there's obviously folks. In fact, I just got off a call from someone in the Midwest today. That's you know, he's like, hey. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm coming, but I can't pay until this. Hey, that's fine. We've got these opportunities to pay uh, at the camp, you know, and 
you know, and, and that's that's not a problem. We we, we want it, again. It goes to be back to being affordable. Um, spaces available, absolutely. Um, my philosophy on running camps is to no man left behind, no person, no empire left behind. If, if if I need more staff, I will hire more staff. That's 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 where my you know staff my my internal staff to uh, student ratio comes into play. If, if I have to rent more fields, if I have to get more players to make plays, I'll find them. Um, so that's kind of where we come into play. Does it limit your instruction? Absolutely not. In fact, it improves your instruction. Having more students actually improves it because, and I say this at camp, and I'm going to say it, I'm really going to emphasize it this year now that uh, I'm found in the camp, but day one at every camp, it's, hey, you should be getting repetitions when you are not the one getting the repetitions, meaning you should be watching what's happening in front of you, thinking about how you had done it the same or or differently and making those adjustments so that when you, when it's your turn to get up there in line and run through the drill, or when it's your turn during a game scenario, you've got it down cold. And that's, that's that repetition aspect that we want to give. Um, number one thing that, that students asked for was more innings, more repetitions. Guess what? That's what we're going to do. Um, there's, there's, we're, we got more surveys coming out. In fact, I'm working on a survey uh, to send out here this weekend uh, to everyone that's already uh, basically signed up or registered for the camps, which we've had a, a ter- terrific, terrific response. You know, the first three, four weeks in, it's been great since we opened it up. Um, obviously, we'd like to see more folks sign up uh, just because I'm, uh, you know, kind of not greedy, but, you know, we, we want to we want to make it as, as big and as, as, as grand as we can for, for the students. Um, obviously, one of the things that, that uh, some of the people I've talked to that have ran camps over the years, they've all expressed the same sentiment to me, which is those people that come to your first camp, they're the one, they're loyal. They keep, they keep going back. They're loyal to you uh, because you've, you've done it right. You've done right by them. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure that people want to come back, not just give them a, a, a one-and-done scenario. Uh uh, and and that's and that's where we're at with this. So uh, space is available. I, I hate to say we'll accept walk-ins on the day of the camps, but uh, I think that we probably could figure that out as long as there weren't too many of them. I will tell you this. Here, here's here's the part that that I've learned a lot being now being on this side of it as a founder of UmpireFocus.com is that in order to have the best possible staff, you need to know your numbers. You really need to know how many st- students you're going to have. And when people wait to the last minute, it, it, it can create a deficit because maybe I could have used one or two more instructors for that particular group had I known that we we're going to get a rush last week. But but booking flights for my instructors to come in, making sure I have enough hotel rooms for them. Um, and not only does it all cost money, uh, which I'm quickly finding out how much it costs, but uh, also, you know, it's, it's, it's getting those people They're They're making a sacrifice as well. Not only are the students making a sacrifice to be at camp so they can learn and, and develop and improve their game and give them, you know, baseball their best, but my instructors are doing the same thing. They're, they're, you know, umpire focus instructors are, are, are committed and, but they've got to take time off of work as well. We've all got day jobs. This is a relatively side gig for most. And uh, that's that, that's perfectly fine. That's the way we have to do it because, uh, and we can talk. We can talk about 
you know, going through and umpire retention, you know, game fees is one of it. I mean, nobody's going to get rich umpiring amateur baseball. Let's face it. That's just, that's just the reality of, of, of the game. The game fees, obviously, in a lot of areas, they need to improve, probably. Uh, I've had a lot of people talk to me about that over the past year or two. Um, that, that's, that's one of their concerns and why we're not retaining enough umpires. So, you know, our, 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 our coordinators, uh, hopefully they're, they're not only serving their associations and their leagues and, and conferences and things like that, but hopefully they're, they're also serving uh, the umpires and, uh, and not forgetting that they were once an umpire and how difficult it can be, especially nowadays where, you know, gas prices are, are through the roof and hotel prices are only getting more and more expensive. Rental cars, man, if you can find a rental car, you know, God bless you. I mean, I mean, I remember flying in just in June, flying into for the College World Series, and I got the last rental car that they had. You know, I mean, it was just it's just like, and I felt bad for the people that were in line behind me that were trying to get somewhere as well. It's the fees. Hopefully, that they're being uh, reviewed. Hopefully, they're being reviewed on an annual basis and they're being considered strongly uh, at at every level because ultimately, the only way to, to get that generation or make up for that lost generation of umpires is to make sure that they feel safe, they feel supported, and they feel like they're being compensated fairly uh, for their time. And whether, no matter what the level is. Uh, yeah, that's, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of going on out there in the umpire world. Uh, but like I mentioned earlier, with the shortage, it's actually a great time to, to, to get into it or it's a great time to make that advancement. That's that's true. I, I've I've got a in our high school group, guys that you know they're moving up quickly because out of necessity. So, and the, and the question is, are you prepared for that? You know, it's one thing to to say, "Yep, you know what? I got my hat, I got my patch. I am now a, an X Y Z staff umpire." That's great, and I've I've met guys across the country year after year that say, that say, "My goal, I don't really care if I work a single game. I just want to be able to say I'm on the staff." Well, that I, I, I commend you for making the staff, but is it really, are you really on the staff if you're not working? You know, that's, that's where I question the motive. That's where I question the goal, you know, and the mindset and the drive. I'm, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a results oriented guy. Uh, I don't want the pat on the back until I've done the job, you know, so to speak. And, and, you know, so far we at Empire Focus haven't done the job, you know, so while I appreciate the attaboys, while I appreciate the support that everybody's given us, I can't wait to see what the result is a year or two down the road when a lot of our umpires are hopefully are getting, you know, they're, they're, they're moving up the chain or they're getting into the game and they're, they're, they're reaching heights that they didn't think they were able to attain that quickly. You know, we hope to be that accelerant to that development process. So uh, just, just uh, again, very passionate about what we're doing, very passionate about our goal. Um, our staff has just been, Terrific. I mean, talking in, in recent weeks, um, talking to guys one on one. You know, everybody's ready to go. They want to give back, and that's what umpiring is in 2022. It's it's a it's a process of doing the job and giving back. You know, and and let's say like for instance, I'm working on a four umpire crew or a three. Doesn't matter. Three umpire crew. If my if my crew can't go to the camp, I hope to take some of those philosophies back i hope to take some of those nuggets back and and provide those and share those and say man you got to go you got to go to camp you got i don't care which camp you go to i'm sure all the camps are doing a great job but 
you know, obviously selfishly, we'd love to have you come to, you know, check out umpirefocus.com. But ultimately, you're not going to necessarily improve unless you're getting some sort of direct instruction. And people are looking out for your best interest and putting you on and giving those tools to, to set a path. And uh, I don't want to go too crazy with, with what I'm going to, we're going to have planned. But, you know, what, one of those aspects is, is quite simply, when you reach out to an assigner, what's, what's their first impression of you? It's typically the message you, you gave them or what's attached to that message you gave them. A lot of folks reach out via email. What are we going to do at Empire Focus? We're going to have you create and hopefully learn how to perfect your umpire resume. Why? Because that's that that's the first impression. You know, we know the old adage. You know, you, you can't make a first impression more than once. So it it goes back to that. We 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 want people to be prepared for success. Um, I so I, I you know one of the things we'll have people do, and I'm not sure I'm not sure when you're going to post this podcast, but this weekend I'll be sending out that request for for the folks that have actually registered already, is to, and everybody that registers hereafter is we're going to ask them to create their umpire resume and we'll critique it and we'll give it back to them so that they understand that here's, here's things to consider and here's why. And we'll break it down when we get to camp. We'll be talking about that. That'll be one of the topics at camp and we'll have division one coordinators and division two coordinators, division three, JUCO all coming in. It pertains and it's relevant to everyone. So it's going to be important. And those are the important aspects that I think are lost. I always said at umpire, when I taught umpire school, you know, maybe you have a hundred students and maybe only 50 had a legitimate chance the last week or two. In some ways, as somebody who is selecting students to move on to go into minor league baseball and people that you might end up working with someday, uh, you know, you, in some ways you wanted them to make it easy for you. Like, okay, these, these 10 guys really stood out and the other ones were just shade behind. So, you know, let's push these 10 forward if you only got 10 spots. It's always a numbers game. What I was encouraging them to do was make our job hard. In this case, make the coordinator's job hard to who to select to, to put on their staff. Don't give up. Don't say, well, you know, I'm, I'm a certain age or I'm a certain weight or I'm a certain demographic. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, that's the awesome thing about umpiring. The cream always rises to the top and the need for quality umpires, trained umpires is always going to be there. You know, until they do away with umpires, that's going to be the need. Let's face it. Even at the highest levels, they haven't really, you know, they're, 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 they're touching the surface and, and they're, they're, they're testing and they're checking out all this technology aspect of, well, can we replace our, you know, robo umps? Can we replace the umpire? How we, you know, which I am just, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with technology. In fact, I'm, you know, I think replay is a great asset to the game, but beyond that for every single play, every single pitch, it's just going to be absurd. Think about what that would even look like. It changes the game. I, I don't think people want that, but no, not at all. It, but financially, can that be, can that be replicated at the, at the lowest levels at the amateur baseball? No, it can't. it can't, at least not anytime soon until technology drastically changes. So until then for the next decade plus, who cares about all the technology? Go out there and learn to w- work with it. Let it be, let it be your, something that drives you to be better. You know, there's nothing better. I'm going to tell you this much. There's nothing better, especially on the big stage, but it doesn't matter any stage for that matter. There's nothing better than going to replay, knowing you're right. 
Like, like you have, you're a hundred percent, hundred percent certain you had that play right because you knew how to get yourself in a proper position to get the best vantage point to see the play. And, and boy, it, it was, it was picture perfect. And that's what umpire focus is about is teaching people how to get in that position as often as possible. And every play requires something different. Every player has different variables, learning how to put all those variables together and the outcome being you're in the best possible play is just the way it's supposed to be. But going back to, you know, there's no better feeling than come out of replay or going to replay going, yep, I'm hundred percent certain, but let's take a look at it. Why? Because it's going to make us look really good. This is going to make us look really good coming out of replay. And I mean, whether it's Omaha or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, a high school or JUCO that eventually someday has some replay capabilities. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. You want to get the play right. And that's, that's where, that's where this all stems from is training people to, to be able to do the job well and have the respect of your peers as umpires. Yeah. I was just telling a buddy the other day, um, you, you can't, no matter what you do, you can't hide a good umpire because the, the word's going to get out. Someone's going to tell somebody, someone's going to show somebody some film because we know everything's being filmed. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so you just can't hide a good umpire because uh, he was talking about, you know, which camp to go to and what, uh, and whatnot like that. So. Well, look, we... look, go back, go back to that point. You know, this past year, there, there were plays that, that went viral plays in high school championships plays in little league for that matter in recent weeks have gone viral over positioning and calls and mechanics, communication, all those aspects. And if you can eliminate those, if you can basically eliminate the possibility of something going wrong, that's, that's what we do. It's that mental mindset of, you know, what can I do to eliminate the, the, the negative things that can happen here? That's what umpiring is. It's learning how to do that. Not only from a situational perspective, but also from a play by play perspective. If you're doing something that's going to prevent you, if you're turning your head, if you're, if you're ducking pitches, or if you're, if you've got tunnel vision, as a plate umpire, whatever the case may be, you're going to have a more likely opportunity to miss pitches because of it. Um, likewise, on the, on the basis, if you're doing something wrong, if you're Cadillac it out there and look like a major league umpire, sometimes my, my point me saying that is not that major league umpires don't know what they're doing. It's the opposite. They, they're able to drive. They, they can drive with one hand on the wheel. They've been doing it. They, they know it time and time out. They know how to adjust. They know when to adjust. The play up there is better. The, the, the plays being made are cleaner than we have in amateur baseball. But if you're going to umpire that way in amateur baseball, good luck to you. Because I can promise you at some point in that season, something's going to happen that's going to get you in a jackpot. And the last thing we, I want to be is in a jackpot. And the last thing I want as a crew chief in Division One baseball is having one of my guys be in a jackpot because he didn't know how or didn't move or, or adjust or position himself the way he should have. Good point. Very good point. Well, <laughs> We sincerely appreciate you taking the time to to come on our show, and again, we will have uh, all of your uh, camp information and uh, links to uh, in the show notes, so people can uh, register. And our goal was is to flood your camp and everybody else's camp uh, with people. So, uh, getting the information out there uh, in a timely manner, uh, so people can make decisions on which camp they want to go to. And uh, we're just glad that uh, you've given us as campers 
this option. And uh, Eric, was there anything else that uh, that I forgot? No, Adam, thanks very much for your time. Uh, I know you're busy trying to get everything all set up. So uh, appreciate you making time for us and talking with us. You know, it's always good to talk to you, so appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate the opportunity you guys are giving us. The platform is, is phenomenal. And uh, one more shameless plug, you know, I mean, uh, we are constantly running. We're trying to make it affordable. That's the number one thing is trying to make it as affordable as possible. Some people would say, well, you know, if it was affordable, you, you, why don't you do it for free? Because we can't afford to burn. I can't afford to pay goodness in my heart and the, and the short alligator arms I have, maybe. I can't afford to bring in umpires, the best umpires or the best instructors, I should say, um, without, you know, paying them, you know, it's just, that's just part of the process. So, um, until we have a, a different process in place where, uh, we can have funding from higher levels and that's not happened uh, to my knowledge anywhere yet. And here we are in 2022, but, but the, the lack of funding, <laughs> right, right. The lack of funding, it kind of sometimes slows you down. But uh, um, what we're trying to do is not only maximize what we have, but also maximize your time. And so we're doing some things that are going to be unique. I, I can't talk about them yet because um, we're still working on them. But hopefully for these camps in 2022, October, November, uh, you'll, you'll see some technology that uh, has never been done at, at camps before. Um, one, it'll, it'll give us more camp time. And two, hopefully be a lot more efficient for you uh, as, 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 as students. And thank you for trying to flood the camps because honestly, um, it's, they're not money makers. They're really not. I want to, I want to put that out there for anybody that thinks, man, you're going to get rich if you have 150 students at every camp. No, I mean, yeah, you're going to be able to maybe come out ahead, but ultimately it's, it's uh, especially this first year, boy, I tell you what, the, the expenses are, are big uh, to do it right. Uh, you know, signing up, uh, creating a, a small business, uh, you know, having the protections in place, you name it. Um, it it's, it's no small feat, but I'm happy to do it because I, I, this is my way of giving back. I don't expect to umpire for another, I honestly don't want to umpire for another 10 years. Um, uh, I'd say 10 years and I'm out at the very, very latest, uh, maybe a lot less than that. But uh, um, my, my point is I want to find my replacements. I want to find replacements that, that can move up and that, that development system is where it's at, you know, and, and we've proven uh, with a lot of my philosophies that I have personally, but a lot of it, my staff's philosophies and their teaching methods, uh, we've, we've, we've improved umpires over the course of the past couple of years, even though umpire focus uh, is literally having its inaugural camps starting in 2022. So we're excited to kind of uh, take it to a whole new level, if you will. And, uh, and please don't feel like you have to be uh, live residing in Southern California in order to go to our camps. In fact, uh, you know, we really encourage people from all over the country to go to your camps locally. And if you have the ability to, if you have the resources, come to our camp. Um, we're doing everything we can to make, make it affordable and accessible. Check out our website. We have, um, for the most part, up until probably middle of September, we'll have discounts running uh, so that we can try to create a, uh, an affordable process. The other thing I will mention, if you don't have the funds today, don't fret. We did something that I want to mention here that I think it's really important. Uh, we have the ability to pay at, when you when you register. Well, not when you register, you can, obviously we'd like you to pay when you register. It makes it better, beneficial because we know who's coming. But you have the ability to pay at the camp as well. And if, if, so if money's tight, 
um, but you really want to go and you know you need to go uh, and you want to make that investment in yourself, uh, check that selection when you, when you uh, register and you can pay in person at the camp. So um, just really trying to do things to make it accessible for everybody. And uh, it seems to be a really good feedback on, on those aspects so far. And I can't wait uh, to see how many people are going to show up one uh, I already know where we stand on, on, from, from numbers perspective, which is we're extremely excited about so far. But two, uh, just the amount of exposure folks like you are providing to us, you know, so uh, and, and what you're doing, you know, with this podcast, you know, some people might say, well, what are they doing running the podcast? They are promoting the game. They're promoting the profession. They're promoting the brotherhood. So a strike three podcast, you know, kudos to you guys, you know, Kyle and Eric and I don't know, Travis as well. Um you know, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. Keep rocking it out. And if there's anything that we can do to help you, uh, by all means, uh, we're here to support you guys as well. And that's what we have to do as a brotherhood, support each other. It's not about one-upping each other. It's not about uh, whose camp you attended. It's about how much you got out of the camps and what you're going to do with it. And I hope everybody pays it forward because if you're not, if you're not working hard to get better, in my opinion, you're, you're getting worse. Uh, you're not doing anything to better yourself. And there's people that are to this day, there's people out there umpiring baseball games. So keep it going. Keep uh, keep keep the uh, the people notified like you're doing not only through your podcast, but uh, associations, open to communication. Bring us in. Talk to us. Uh, the camp leaders here. We want we want to help you. And it's not about like I said. It's not about making money. It's about it's about making sure that we bring people into this into the great game of baseball, but also even the ability to uh, advance as well. So, Well, thanks a lot, Adam. Uh, we appreciate it. If you're up to it, uh, we'd like to have you uh, back on uh, after camp just to see uh, what your experience was. Yeah, that'd be terrific. I, I appreciate that opportunity. Hopefully by then we'll, we'll start a production, uh, video production on, uh, on some of the aspects that we have working for uh, 2023. Uh, and, and definitely we'll, uh, talk about those as well as hopefully the success of the camps so uh, thanks to guys like you uh it's looking good thanks a lot adam we sincerely appreciate it thanks for taking the time and uh good luck on your inaugural camp thank you guys appreciate it look forward to seeing people out there october 5th through the 9th the three empire camp take care thanks adam Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strike 3 Podcast. Thank you to our guest, Adam Dowdy, for talking with CB and Enoch about his camp, Umpire Focus. CB and Enoch discuss with Adam some of the reasons why attending camps, clinics, and how continuous training is a step in the right direction to improve your career path. Please check our show notes for a link to his website. Please join us in our next few episodes where we will have conversations with others about camps and clinics for the fall. Remember, Strike 3 Podcast, your source for taking your umpiring to the next level. Later. Oh, before you go, like all good sports officials, we value the importance of feedback. Please rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get this podcast. Your rating will help us improve and assist others in finding the Strike 3 podcast. Or please feel free to email us at feedback at strike3podcast.com. That is feedback at strike, the number three, podcast.com.
Thanks for listening.